What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Triple C and wait. No, welcome back to the Triple C and the Captain Cringe show because we have Shishmo's out in London, but we have none other than Captain Eric Alberson, Captain United States Army, All American, both Greco Roman and freestyle wrestling, the Captain of the United States Army, the GO coach of 12 world and Olympic champions, none other than Eric Alberson. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show, Captain. Thank you. Let's let's start off with none other than man. Let's 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 kick off the show with what was your take on this Conor McGregor beef that we had uh, here not two days ago? What'd you think, man? Over here hitting pads. What I like to start off by saying is like Conor McGregor, man. Like I said, man, you should probably fight Jake Paul because you absolutely you guys are both two dirt bags that can't fucking throw a punch for worth the shit. That being said, man, you call me a little fart. Man, they, you know what? Farts, farts are actually kind of nice, man, because they, they come out of two buns. But gas is one thing that you don't have. And for that reason, man, you are nothing but a Connor McTapp. What, what was your take on that, Captain Eric? <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was hilarious. I like how he pulled up a tweet from you back in 2016, though. But I even responded. I said that was 2016 BCCC. That was before Triple C. There's a whole different ball game now. Yeah, no, of course, man. And, and, if, and if you guys noticed it, I did say that. Because you know what? Conor McGregor, at that time in 2016, he did walk the talk. He was, everything that he was saying, it was, going, it was happening. But guess what, man? His persona is over. He's not that dude no more. Like, people know that it's just an act. And he doesn't have that juice no more. So to me, Captain, like, he's just, he's just a dude that at one point was able to manipulate himself to world titles. And people bought into it, and he was able to use his hands. But I think once people realized that that front leg is there, people started chewing that thing up. I do believe Conor McGregor is good in certain areas, but I think he's so stubborn. He's around yes men that he, he won't get better because he's, 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 he's stuck in his own fame. He's stuck in his own head. What's your take on that, Eric? Yeah, I think uh, he hasn't evolved. And if you don't evolve, you're going to get passed up. And I think that's what happened. Um, Money changes people also. More money, more problems. And I think that, that's part of the reason as well. Loss of focus, a little bit of loss of dedication. When you don't have those things, when you're not putting in the time to improve your weaknesses, the other people will exploit them. And there you have it. So that's my two cents on Conor McTapper. I think he should fight Jake Paul. I think these two dudes are meant for each other. I think they can go on a damn honeymoon afterwards if they want to too. But they both of them absolutely make me sick. Anyhow, did you catch the Ego FC recap? And what'd you think of Diego Sanchez versus the Motom Phenom Kevin Lee? Well, I can tell you what, Ego FC is one of the best new promotions out there. I love watching it. Uh, I love the the build up to it. They got the you know really some of the the goats of MMA uh, introducing this new promotion, Eagle FC, and. You know, they're, they're putting on great fights. Diego, the nightmare, Sanchez, uh, 40 years old. How impressive is that to come out of retirement and uh, put on a show against a young, uh, in his prime, Kevin Lee. You know, Kevin Lee really knows how to sell a fight, and he actually really knows how to back it up as well. So Kevin Lee looked great. I was impressed with both guys. I thought uh, uh, Kevin Lee showed why he deserves that pay that he's receiving now which all these athletes should be getting, should not have to go to another new promotion to get paid, but he did, and uh, he's, 
he's showing his worth. And uh, Diego Sanchez, you know, ever a uh, always ready to put on a war. Can't wait to see them both. Yeah, no, of course, man. I was there, man. From top to finish, Eagle FC was off the hook, man. From the first fight was a banger, man. And we know what's cool, man. The matchmaking that Ali is doing and that Ego FC is doing is it's pretty much second to none. You're not necessarily seeing shutouts. Yeah, we only saw, I believe, one stoppage and one submission, but the rest of the fights, they were all they were all going to, uh, you know, the three rounds. I mean, of course, people want to see knockouts, but in reality, you want to see a fight, man. And it's pretty cool when you find your counterpartner. So that being said, man, you're right, man. Ego FC is 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 that sleeping giant the ufc bellator pfl you guys better watch out because they are doing some amazing things man the commentary chel sonnen triple c the nigeria nightmare cyrus fees man it's just a really good connection because we're all former fighters we're not some guys that are just that just have good vocabularies man we are fighters that have been there and done that before and i think to me the treat was at the middle of the uh, at the end of the night right before the main event a co-main event they uh, congratulated Khabib, man, for his Hall of Fame. You know, there's nothing like getting messages from legends for myself, Kamaru Usman, Ali Abdelaziz, uh, a lot of his cousins that appreciate him, that, that said, you know, that gave them his two words. And seeing Khabib in the octagon was, uh, was priceless, man, because he does deserve it. He's the only guy that has gone 29-0, undefeated mixed martial arts. And for that reason, he is in the UFC Hall of Fame. So congratulations to Khabib. And now one of the things that I do want to talk about before I start handing out the gold, silver, and the bronze. Did you just, did you just hear, did you just heard, Captain Eric, that your boy Brandon Moreno just left his team, Antron in Mexico? And I want to know from you, from the GOAT coach, how do you feel about that? Because you know what? Because they were calling me Henry Judas. What's up, Captain? What's your two cents on that? I guess I'm not the only coach he doesn't like, cause uh, even after the, <laughs> even after Figueredo put snatched that belt off his uh, waist again, uh, they said he said, "Oh, I don't have no problem with uh, those coaches over there. I only have problem with one coach, Captain Eric." So uh, apparently, I'm not the only one. Uh, and as far as them calling, you know, w w what they're said about you, man, it just goes to show you they're hypocrites. And hypocrites and uh you know he's doing he's gonna have to get better because if he wants that quadrilogy fight he's gonna have to get better but you know figgy's here where we get figgy with it that belt ain't going nowhere Woo! well there you have it man i'm not even gonna add my two cents on that he's 100 percent right and I think he's doing the right thing because Davis Fer Figueredo is getting better. He made that transition. Brenda, Brenda Moreno's, you know, he, he has to do what's best for him. And if he has to leave him, I just, I, as you said, Captain, he, he, you're, not, he, you're not the only coach he doesn't like. But I'm glad he got, fit, got rid of that fat slob that, uh, you know, said a bunch of, you know, shizness about us. And great, he ain't nothing but a damn big fat burrito. Anyways, now let's get to the gold medal moment. What was your take on Magomed of Ankala versus Thiago Santos? Man, listen, I felt like that fight was boring, man. I, 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 like, I like Thiago. I like Santos. I like, him, I like him so much as a human being. But, man, he's been putting on some boring fights. This is the third or fourth fight that has just been, had me freaking sleeping, taking a nap. So that being said, man, I think, I, I think Ankala is good. But just for the simple fact that he didn't create a fight with Thiago Santos, I don't even know if I'm a big fan of him no more. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit sl a slow fight. And I'll tell you what, 
he he's not ready for Yuri Prohaska. Uh, they like Yuri Prohaska because he's got 26 knockouts, you know, every one in the first round. And uh, Ankalov is not showing that type of uh, skill set yet. So I, I, I don't think they're going to push him as much as much too much more than this main event fight. Damn. Well, let's get ready. Let's 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 get ready for the co-main event, man. I will say this, man. The UFC, man. Like Marlon Marais. I'm not sure if he retired or, or he probably should retire, man. Ever since Marlon Marais has fought me, he's been different, man. Like Marlon Marais was the most uh, the most uh, dangerous guy in the UFC, and ever since we fought, man, it's almost like I gave the code for everybody. He's he's on a four or five fight losing streak, man. I've offered to help him. I think. Uh, I just don't like the situation that he's in right now. And, you know, what, what can we say about Sonya Dong? The long Sonya Long Dong Ding Dong. He's vicious, but at the same time, it's, uh, he's, he's pretty predictable, too, in my eyes. He comes out, he strikes, he covers distance really good. And that's, that's pretty much where he's going to have his success. But if he didn't do that to somebody like Keller Phillips, when he played the distance game, he's going to get picked apart. I'm impressed. I like him. I think he should fight Dominic Snooze. I think, I, but I just don't think, I hate the way these guys call out fights. Oh, I respect them. I watched him when I was a little kid. I really want to fight. Dude, you're not going to get to fight like that. Insult the man. Tell him, tell him, tell him he's Dominic Snooze. Tell him he smells like booze and cigarettes. Tell him that he absolutely makes you sick. Tell him he wants to fire all his co-workers and Daniel Cormier. He already did it with Kenny Florian. Tell him that he's a dirtbag, and I guarantee you'll get the fight. But these guys, oh, my God, peace and love and blah, blah, blah. Get the hell out of here. Anyways, let's switch on to what none other than Alex Pereira. What was your take on that fight night against him and Bruno Silva, man? Obviously, he's got two victories over uh, Israel Adesanya, Lasagna. And uh, what's your take on him? I, I, I wasn't too impressed with him this last fight. The, the, his debut in the UFC, I was super impressed because of that flying knee. This other fight, man, I think he needs to come to Triple C. And I tell you what, Alex Pereira, I welcome you. And typically, I say I welcome people with, with uh, open, open arms, but uh, I might welcome you with open arm bars. Nah, just kidding. I would love to. I, I, would, I, think, I think if he comes over to fight ready and actually trains with me, and he's actually a friend of mine, I would, I would like to give him my two cents on the philosophy of the sport of mixed martial arts. I know he has Glover out there that he's training with, but I think once, once he starts getting prepared for the, this Israel Adesanya fight, I know that I can help him out, and I know what's missing in his career, and I know I'm the guy that can take him to the promised land. What's your take, Captain? Man, Poetan, uh, I love the fact that he knocked out Israel Adesanya. Um, I think that happens in the near future, it's, actually. It's, I think they're going to push for it. It's Israel out of lasagna. You still coming? We're waiting for you. Hey, we're, I think uh, in a few fights, he, he will get that fight. His MMA definitely needs to improve. Um, Bruno Blindado was his name, which means kind of like bulletproof. And he showed why his name is Blindado, because... He could take a punch. I thought uh, most punches from Alex Pereira, two-time glory champion, will knock somebody out. And that guy somehow stayed on his feet, even got a takedown. And I think that takedown is what stymied a little bit of Poetan's game. Uh, he was thinking more of this guy might shoot again. And the fact that Blindado could take it down, that's the worry. Uh, you need a wrestling coach. You need a world-class wrestling coach. And you need him yesterday. Don't wait. Don't wait until you get that all-American wrestler in front of you and then give us a call and be like, hey, I got to fight an NCAA champion in three weeks. 
I get that phone call all the time. I think you get ahead of it. I think you get one, and I think you get one ASAP. Man, well, there you have it, man. There you have it. Beautiful breakdown. Captain Cringe will... We're going to have to go to the last fight. One other than Terrence McKinney versus Drew Doberman. Man, to me, that fight is like, I, I, I like Terrence. I think Terrence has a really beautiful and a great, uh, you know, just, uh, he has a natural ability to him. But there's one thing that Terrence doesn't really understand. It is to really, how is it that he doesn't understand how to finish, how to, he doesn't understand his threshold. He, he threw too much power. And when you throw too much power, you're going to get burned. And something that does scare me about him, even though I'm a big fan of his, I, I even consider him a friend, is that whole Marlon Mariah situation. It's like when you first really get knocked out in the position that you do, where you, where you lose due to lack of gas, kind of like Conor McTapper, is you're going to really have to find your way through that, man. You're going to really have to see a sports psychologist and, 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 and get with good people that are just going to tell you to throw, man, because... You do not want to punch yourself out. And that's a big no-no in my eyes. I'm still a huge fan. I think if he's able to patch that thing up, patch up his, 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 his how is it that he reserves his power, I believe he could take it really, really far. But as of right now, Captain, that scares me a little bit because he's young. But just being stopped so young can also take permanent permanent damage, not, not physically, but in the mind. Yeah, he definitely needs to work on his mindset. I think he needs to come back and... I think he, he needs a, a three-round fight. This guy's, uh, the way he murks people, um, he almost got Drew Dober. Drew Dober weathered the storm and overcame him. And, and you don't ever want to see that. And the only way to kind of get through that is you need a little bit more experience in the cage. Yeah, and Terrence McKinney, I'll just let you know, man, my, my, my nephew's a big, he, he's, you're, he's a big, he loves you, bro, and whatnot. So I'm not here to steal you from your team. I want to help you, man. If you if you want to come out to fight ready, dude, I will give you for a few days, man. I will give you my two cents and a lot of things that I think could help you. I call it the art of war of mind, body, science, man. Let's get you put together, dude. Let's send you back to your team and you make sure to come out strike. You can come out better and better at every fight, man. I promise you, man. So let's move on to the silver medal moment with none other than Gilbert Burns and and uh, and uh, 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 Hamza Chimaev, man, what's your, what's your take on the, the fight was officially announced, Captain? And uh, we, have, we have a good fight in my hands. Is, is Hamza Chimaev, is he overhyped or is he the real deal, Captain A? Let me tell you something. Hamza Chimaev is the real deal. I like everything about him, the way he talks smack, the way he backs it up in the cage, the way he talks smack while he's in the cage. Hamzat Maladjets, yes, Livam Stony Bush News, Pajausta, Minye, Yamagupa Mojvan. Come on down if you ever want to come down and train with the captain in Triple C, and uh, we'll put that extra spice into your game. This guy's already got it. Um, I, 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 I think, as a matter of fact, I think he could be the next champ champ. So I like everything about him. One of the things I would say is, I know he trains like a madman, and at some point that all catches up, and you got to tra start training smart. Just like he said, mind, body, and science, the art of war, that's what you need in your life. Damn, well, there you have it. The only, the only problem is, is man, I can't, I can't train Chimaev. He's going to fight the Nigerian nightmare, but I will train him to, have, to help out that freaking uh, Israel lasagna guy. I will definitely help you out for that one. But if, you train, if, if you're going to fight the Nigerian nightmare, man, I'm going to have to be out, Captain A. That's all you, my brother. Anyways, 
Hamza Chimaya is a real deal, but so is Gilbert Burns, and we're going to find out, right? Uh, you know, we're going to find out at USC 274 to see if he is a real deal, which, which we believe he is, because he's going up against Gilbert Burns. Well, then let's, let's get in none other than, uh, than Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards, man. What do you think? Do you think, do you think, uh, you think Chimaev deserves that fight with, uh, with Leon Edwards? I'm sorry, do you think, do you think the winner of Chimaev and Gilbert Burns, do you believe that Chimaev wins? Does he fight Kamara Usman? Yeah, I, I think that's a fast track, uh, but we've seen it before. So I don't think there's anybody else that will fight Hamzat. I really don't. I think uh, Gilbert has confidence that he can beat him, and we're going to see. I can't wait for uh, UFC 274. The countdown is on. But, you know, Gilbert, it's going to be a real test of Gilbert, Gilbert's jiu-jitsu, which is what he's uh, known for. So, But Hamzat's sambo is wrestling, that top control, that brutal ground and pound. I don't know if anybody can stop that. Man, it's dangerous, man. It's dangerous and it's lethal, man. Every time I hear about somebody talking about wrestling, I'm just like, man, this dude. Anybody that ever edifies wrestling, I'm a big fan of because I know they get the game, dude. It's, it's about winning. It's about the grind. It's about putting you away. Anyhow, let's move on, man. Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson just got matched up over here May 7th here in Phoenix, Arizona. My take on that fight is uh, I think Tony Ferguson is just a little too old, man. I think Michael Chandler can do some damage. Well, we saw what Gaethje did to Tony Ferguson. I think we're going to be looking at the same thing with Michael Chandler because Michael Chandler really wants to make his, really wants to continue to keep making that name for himself and get that title shot. So as he's knocking people out, he can, he can, he's probably two fights away from getting that title shot once again. But my take is Michael Chandler. I'm going for Tony. I would love for Tony to win, but I think Michael Chandler's too young, too strong. I think Tony had. I think the way Tony trains, I'm not sure if it's the smartest, and I think that's kind of deteriorated him from continuing to keep staying at that level. Because I think in his prime, with him and uh, Khabib would have been an would have been an awesome fight. What's your take on that fight, and who wins, Captain A? My take is it's going to be Michael Chandler. Iron Mike is a. Uh former Bellator champion, and he's always got something to prove, especially the one of the ways he went out uh, on a knockout by Patricio Pitbull. So he's came to the UFC and, and, and had a chip on his shoulder, and, and he's been doing very well. Uh, I think Tony Ferguson is too comfortable on the ground. If it does go to the ground, if when Mike shoots at his uh, double leg, Tony's not going to defend. He's too comfortable on the ground. He'll stay there looking for submissions. And Mike's ground and pound is going to really hurt him if it goes to the ground. So in my opinion, on the feet, Mike's got it. And even on the ground, he's got it. Well, there you have it, guys. Well, let, let's go to our next topic, or I'm sorry, our next medal ceremony, which I know nothing about, the bronze medal moment. Kayla Harrison signs at the PFL. And we, had, we went through a little Twitter feud here, Captain. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to find out from Kayla Harrison, why are you talking stuff after you sign with PFL? Like, I really don't get it. But I think it's a great idea that you and Chris Cyborg should fight. And I mean that. So I think PFL and Bellator, Kayla Harrison and, and Chris Cyborg, if they're able to come together and actually fight, I think, I think, they're gonna, I think they could change uh, mixed martial arts forever because that's two organizations coming together and that's only going to force the UFC to come out and say, hey, we want to do the exact same thing. And this is how 
mixed martial arts comes together to really be one to see who is the best in the world. What's your take, Captain? Well, I love the intergender beef. I think uh, I think we get something going on there. We do something. Uh, even Eagle Eagle FC throw a little uh, grappling match in there. Uh, I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, what I think is, you know, you you got the big elephant in the room with the UFC, and everybody else is competing for number two. And and when you throw Eagle FC in there, so you got Eagle FC, you got Bellator, you got PFL. Well, in my opinion. They gave the big bucks to Kayla because Kayla can make that connection and maybe even the, the cross-promotion that we're talking about, Cyborg versus Kayla. When every time I talk about Kayla Harrison, I always talk, you know, we always fight about who is the greatest combat athlete of all time. So that being said, this is today's king list of the top combat sports athletes of all time. So number five, I'm going to have to go with Holly Holmesman. A, a two-sport world champion. She did it in uh, she did it in boxing, and then she came over and knocked out knocked out Ronda Rousey to eventually become one of the first dual champions in combat sports history. So that's number five. Number four, I'm going to have to go with Fabricio Verdum, UFC champion, strike force champion, uh, ADCC. Uh, uh, two-time ADCC champion, if if I'm not uh, if I'm if I'm not correct, and he was able to do some amazing things, beat Cain Velasquez to to win the heavyweight title, to retain the heavyweight title, and congratulations to him. Number three, I'm gonna have to go with Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, can I pronounce that right, man? I I got anyways. Khabib, man, going 29 and 0, two-time Samba World Champion. The dude is a real deal. The pound for pound king. The inductee into the UFC. The youngest inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. But I'm at to put him at number three. Number two, I'm at to go with none other than my Olympic teammate, Daniel Cormier, the two-time Olympian, NCAA finalist, uh, two-division UFC champ. I mean, you cannot deny D, uh, DC. And number one, the one and only, the Triple C, the youngest Olympic champion in USA wrestling history in 2008. The two-division champ in the UFC, defeating three Hall of Famers, winning his first belt with Demetrius Johnson, you know, taking out the likes of the EPO, the EPO Dillashaw, TJ Dillashaw. You know, going up a weight division, being the number one contender when he was a killer, Marlon Marais, and then finally defended against Dominic, the Dominic Booze Cruz. I mean, taking all these guys out, the Olympic champ, the flyweight champ, and the bantamweight champion of the world. This is why I am the greatest combat athlete of all time. What's your list, Captain? Oh, I don't have a list of all five, but I, you know me, I come from wrestling, so I would throw in the four-time Olympic gold medalist, uh, Mihail Lopez, out of Cuba. Uh, many of you might not know him, but it's unprecedented to get four times. And the only other person that has ever done that is a female from Japan, Icho. And uh, she's the four-time freestyle uh, Olympic gold medalist so those two i just like to throw in those two i think obviously we know henry triple c uh from yote to goat you know uh we termed that back in 2016 that was always the goal go from yote to goat 
from uh, youngest of all time to greatest of all time. So um, we have some of the similar. I have some of the list similar to yours, and I just want to add those two wrestlers in there. Well, there you have it. There you have it, man. So what is the update, Captain? Obviously, we've been training. Uh, so that is your combat sports list. I just want to give a, I just want to give a quick update on uh, on the Korean Zombie and uh, Calvin Gastelum, Mark Mark Matson. Obviously, we got the goat coach here. He's been out here, uh, you know, help, helping these guys, man. What's the, what's the process? How's the process been with Korean Zombie, Kevin Gastelum, Mark Matson? How's the growth been so far, Captain? For these for the for the people at Fight Ready. Everything is look is on track for us to make history. April 9th. Zombie Apocalypse of 2022 is upon us, and nobody, including Alexander Volkanovsky, is safe. He's coming for that belt. Hangu, Zumbiga, Championne, Championne, Twelgoya, Kaja, fighting. And that means the Korean zombie is going to be the first UFC champion in Korean history. You can guarantee that. Take that to the bank. Uh, Mark the Olympian at Mark the Olympian Madsen. Forget about it. I mean, this guy is a three-time Olympian, five-time world medalist. This is why we're the number one wrestling gym in the world, if not the number one gym in the world. Olympic gold medalists, Olympic silver medalists are frequenting the mats every day at our gym, and Mark's on track to not only fight Vince from Hell Pichel, he's going to drag him back into hell. And this time, it ain't going to be no easy way out. Uh, and then you have Kelvin, KG Gastelum. Man, the, the ultimate fighter winner. He's made a transition. He's here training with Triple C. And you're going to see a new and improved KG. Be on the lookout. He's fighting a guy from Dagestan. Uh, but you already know, we got the secret. We're the kryptonite for all that stuff. Man, well, there you have it, guys. You guys make sure to tune in to the Triple C and Smoke Show. Unfortunately, uh, Smoke couldn't make it this week. He's out in uh, UFC London. But I just want to let you guys know, listen, subscribe. We constantly have weekly shows. And we tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. What is your name? Captain Americas. I am Triple C. And we will deliver because we are